going live and then I'll, I'll play the music. So that comes out over because it looked like we're not live and we're actually on. We're actually on already. So once that goes up, but that's what it is. It's going to go live. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to actually record this in the cloud. Let's see if that goes away. All right. All right. So today's Friday. And, you know, a lot of people are used to us. The radio shows on Saturday. We do Whiskey Wednesdays. But Friday is for Lemoncello. Perfect. All right. And with me tonight on It's the Liquor Talking, and you guys are all going to get to drink some fantastic stuff tonight, is Michaela Polini. Should I say doctor? Should I, You want to be a doctor? I'm a doctor? Or just say, hey, doc. I'm a PhD in chemistry. I know. You can call I, me. Yeah. Ex Listen, I wasn't fooling around. I know, I, I, know your stuff. I know my stuff, you know. So um, when I got offered this opportunity to have Michaela here, uh, you know, the name of the store is Julio's. I mean, it's Italian, one of, one of the iconic uh, liqueurs that come out of Italy. And probably one of the most things that when people come back from Italy, they, they talk about the wine and they'll talk about the weather and, the, you know, all this other stuff. But everybody inevitably asks, do you sell lemoncello? Because they want lemoncello that they had in Italy. And of course, we just say, yes, we have Polini. That's the right answer. That, right? Is that the right answer? It's a perfect answer, I would say. I said my, my sucking up is working because she gave me this big bottle. <laughs> I said that this is the best liquor store in the world, which is probably true. I mean, wow. coming from Italy, that means a lot. And she's seen the world, so. Um, and, and by the way, and probably should point that uh, and ask that question. How how many countries? I mean, because Polini's worldwide known now. How many countries is Polini Lemoncello sold in? Almost sixty. Really? Yeah, we are probably even more because Polini is leader in the duty free and travel retail, which means you know airports, but also uh, cruise lines, military. So sometimes it pops up in places that I don't even know. Where. Oh, it's gonna be. Um, Geography is not my best skill, to be honest. Okay. But anyways, well, you're, you're, you're a chemist, so but, that's you can't be good at everything, right? <laughs> geography. My husband says that geography is not my <laughs> not your forte. <laughs> no. no, all right. So I won't. But but it, it really is a worldwide brand. Absolutely, yes. And, and actually, a, a a good friend of mine, uh, uh, and some of you guys know him here, uh, Jay Sente. Uh, it was a really good friend of mine. He was actually one of the, he was, when Polini first started coming over to the U.S., he was one of the guys that was bringing it over and he was responsible for a lot of the sales in the Northeast. So. Yeah, that was, must be 2001. That's yeah, he's really old. So <laughs> Jay, Jay, if you're watching, I'm really sorry, but it's true. And he'll get mad at me and he'll yell at me. And if you know anything, he'll, he'll probably call me up and tell me what a, how, what a bad guy I am. But anyway, so. Tell me about a little bit about the history of, because Lemoncello was really sort of a, a regional, like, and it's a really Italian sort of thing, isn't it? I mean, to make, to make Lemoncello. Lemoncello is a really family recipe that people used to do at home uh, because lemon is typical, you know, when you have bad stomach. At least in Italy, your mother would take a piece of lemon peel, boil it in some water and give it to you because lemon is good for digestion. And as many Italian liqueurs have this history of kind of medicinal. Uh, I call it the excuse. Yeah, excuse. It's, it's a medicine. Oh, OK. So 
uh, limone, lemon was good for digestion. And this was how limoncello was started. It, it was a family recipe, more than other liqueurs, I must say. It had more of this family um, connotation. I got to tell you, even the same thing when I was uh, a long time ago, when I went when when I was in Italy in high school, I went to Italy in high school. The the place we stayed at had a lemon tree like right outside on the patio. And it just it, but it, it it's sort of like being in Florida where a citrus is sort of everywhere. And in this case, it's 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 lemons. So I can see where that would be one of those type of things up here. We make apple pie or we, you know. Because that's what's around us, and and people are very good at making things that are around them. I think probably the only thing in in the Mediterranean that's probably more prevalent would probably be anise. So that well, that, anise has a beautiful history. Maybe right. I come again and I will yes. talk about it because I would like actually right. You know that too, right? Anise basically cures. So. We are also the former owners and producers of Romana Sambuca, but that is totally another. That's story. another story for another time. I have also a book on on our family history and anise. If I knew, I would have read it all, all <laughs> tonight. The only way that works if I have a whole bottle of 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 sambuca, uh, then I'm you can read it to me, and then I pass away out halfway through, and it would be fine. So, but that, but it is. It's one of those type of things that really it was all made locally, locally, locally. Yes. And so, how did your family sort of say, "Look, we need to take this to the, we need to take this to the world." Well, it started becoming more and more fashionable when uh, restaurant owners started offering it to their customers. Um, believe it or not, the Italian spirit consumption is extremely low. I think we are the lowest, in at least in Europe. I wouldn't say in the world, but we're really low. So we've had ups and downs. So, for instance, we've, for some years, we, we've had very strong Sambuca and the Maro consumption, and that kind of right. faded away. Uh, we used to be, I think, the third largest country for Scotch whiskey. In the 60s, it's, it's, it is, it's still fairly big yeah, though, right? Nothing compared. So, um, and limoncello is one of those items that kind of re revitalized. I'm sorry, my revitalized. English revitalized. There you go. I'm uh, terrible at English too, so we're in trouble. <laughs> revitalized the category. So, restaurant owners started offering it, people really liked it, also the tourists, and then everybody had his own family recipe. Actually, in my family, we are almost 150 years of history, and I was thinking of going through one year after the other. During <laughs> so, anyways, to help her out along, since she's going to do that, um, the, everybody's been passed out. You have one of these, which is a Pellini spritz. So, while you're listening to us drill on over here, we we figure we at least give you something to drink. We're funnier when you drink more. So, so have at it. This is a mm. Pellini spritz. That's actually so really good. It's a very easy to remember. Three, two, one. So three parts of Prosecco, two parts of Pellini Limoncello, and one part of Club Soda. So, and it's a fun drink. A lot of ice. You have, you know, a balloon, yeah, big, but a balloon of ice. Yeah. A glass, a lot of ice. And this is makes your afternoon, evening, whatever. I have these, but I always forget the Prosecco in the, in the soda water. <laughs> <laughs> This is really, but it's actually really nice. What do you guys think? It's okay. All right, good. Long as they're okay, we're okay. Okay, good. All right. Otherwise, they come after us. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Getting this crowd can get ugly. I can, I know a couple of these people. You can do yes, yes. You can yes. do the same thing with all the other flavors, which is sort of a neat thing to do too. Yeah, yeah. The other flavors we'll talk maybe a little bit after, but this is a one is a white peach liqueur, and this is a raspberry mm -hmm. base it has also other berry but the white peach is the base of the bellini cocktail so you can 
can skip the soda and just add, you know, the Prosecco. And <laughs> it's not like a true Italian. Yeah, yeah, just skip that part and go right for the liquor. Um, so uh, this this being said, now, I I, I was I re was reading up a little bit, and I know that you've come on about, what, 15 or so years ago? No, it's, unfortunately, it's your, in, in, in your current position, no, in your current, in your current, position? current position, it's uh, eight to nine years, I would say. OK, I'm now president and CEO of the company. First female of the family to run the business. Excellent. Thank you. As a, a dad of two daughters, I love hearing. So I'm also the first female president of the Wine and Spirits Association of Italy. Really? Yes. Oh, very good. How'd you let it get, get past those chauvinistic pigs? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing everybody. <laughs> but that that's a big accomplishment in itself too, because that's a lot of uh, like sort of like old school. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm our, tradition. Our I have my mm, associates are like Campari, right. Akinori, all these simple people yeah. to work with. So she's, being, she's, being, she's being sarcastic when she says that, by the way. I, my family is five generation. We are 150 years. This doesn't no, nothing to do with Limoncello anyway. So whenever I get from the Antinori family their card for Christmas, it says since 26 generation. And they have like a tree, like yeah. uh, like 20 that goes back to Dante. So it's not exactly the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, well, you know what? We have the new kids on the block, right? Is that what it is? Like, basically? More or less. No, we have a club, you know, we have a club with other Italian spirit producers that's called the spirit of Italy. Yeah, it's 10 of us. And we're almost all over 100 years, I would say. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You don't look it. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> see, that makes sense because Limoncello keeps you well. Yeah, there you go. See, marketing. But you did some like you you did being you, I, we called you doctor at the, at the beginning of this because you are uh, you have a doctorate in chemistry. I have. So. But one of the things that I think that you've also, been I survived a year in Newcastle, which is oh. the highest drinking city in the UK. Yes. To give you an idea. So but they have Newcastle, which is awesome. The the team or Newcastle Ale? The Ale. Oh, it's okay. not the team. Soccer? Please. No, the football? Team, no. European no. football? Please. No. I'm a rugby player, so whatever. <laughs> so but but you, as you have been actually responsible for some of the of the newer like flavor profiles and actually going in and doing a little bit of, of reformulation to make the product have that sort of a fresher taste to it and all of that stuff. Now, is that when you went to do stuff like that is is calling on your chemistry background and you're still you're using really good products to make your your uh, limoncello. Is that like, did you start looking at stuff like, I, I? this is how little I know about stuff like this, but I know like mango will enhance the flavor of peach. Like, if, so if you want the peach to really come out in like a recipe or something, you use mango and that will help it. What did you do? To, what were you looking at to make lemoncello more lemoncello? Well, actually, um, this is an interesting business because it's a business where you learn that one plus one never makes two. So whenever you you start like a recipe or you want to improve something and you say, oh, well, then I'll increase a little bit of this and the result will be that. It's never the case. It's always something different. It can be better or it can be even much right. worse. So the reason when I was still in university, because I had this dream of winning the Nobel Prize when I was a kid. Uh, that that would be so cool. Yeah, but Lemoncello wins Nobel Prize. That did not happen. Though, oh, okay. Person, but, you know, so 
And my father wanted to come to, to the US, but the, the thing is that the traditional formula for limoncello is very high proof, very strong, very sweet. So he wanted something that could be more mixable to do something like this. So he wanted my help to, to you know, kind of play along right. and also uh, look for a better source of the lemons and be sure that I could. So I had to spend my first years in doing this. And it was fun, I must say. We had to try a lot. Try sample. Sample is a great key. More than chemistry, sampling is very important. It, anywhere in chemistry, you probably can't sample as much as no, you can in the liquor business, right? Not. No, but anyway, it does <laughs> help. The base, it's helped us except especially to rationalize what you're doing, you know? Right. Um, I've tried this, this hasn't worked, and let's do this, this, this. I know that this plus this is better than... Right. And lemon is a very tricky flavor because even if it's totally natural, if you put too much of it, it really tastes artificial. So that was a very difficult thing to achieve because then it separates them. So we had a lot of... Uh, because we wanted something that even if being totally natural and fresh, it would stay because... Limoncello is good for two years. It does, never goes bad because liqueurs never right. go bad. But after two years and a half or so, it kind of loses the freshness, the perfume, you know. Right, all the like the essences. And, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, though, but you don't use the full lemon to make limoncello. Oh, no, Anyways. absolutely no, no. You guys know this? No? Yes? No? I got mixed answers. So how no, do you make limoncello? The lemon peels. Right. So you have to peel the lemon. And this here is an example of the lemons of the Amalfi Coast. It's a real, it's an exact replica. This was made on a... On a oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They get this big, 200 grams, which I have not a clue. I think it's... Uh, That's like about a half a pound. Yeah, bravo. I think okay. so too. And I'm totally wrong on that. No one quote me on that. But like, I just asked, uh, yeah, I guesstimated. <laughs> and they take almost a year to get this long, this big and this ripe, while the ones that you buy at the supermarket take four months. Exactly. Like that. Exactly. And these. And this is what we all think about when we say yeah. lemons, right? And this is the true. The truth. It's yeah. This is squishy. That's not true. The squishiness is not true. It's good football. Yeah, exactly. Play rugby with that later. <laughs> and uh, what else? Uh, what I can say is that um, these are beautiful, beautiful land, beautiful lemons, beautiful story behind it. I don't know how much time we have. As long as they'll, as long as they're drinking, I think they'll probably stay. Okay. So the Amalfi Coast. Oh, we nodded their heads like bobbleheads. They're like, yeah, <laughs> sure, go right ahead. The Amalfi Coast. Anybody's been to the to that part of Italy at all here? No, there's some people One, been to Amalfi Coast. Yeah, three. three. So you've seen the windy roads. And the coastline with all the terraces and all the lemon plants. Okay. So those are specific. That is a very small part of land where these type of lemons can be grown and collected to have what they call the PGI status. That is the geographically protected indication. Okay. It's like, you know, in wine, you have DOC, DOCG, yep. same thing, but for uh, fruit or vegetables or plants or whatever okay so they need to be grown in that small area they need to be hand collected and they can use no pesticides that is wow part of, to have this this thing and this is where all the lemons come from to make polini yes wow they come from that area wow. and as if the few of you have been there which i recommend all of you to take the trip if you ever have the chance uh is that these actually get really really big because they take as i told you nine to 12 months to one year to get this this size this big. Wow. so you take and the, the skin is extremely thin so we only take the yellow part and it's extremely thin 
and extremely rich in lemon oil. So when you put your fingernail in it, it they would, in Italian we say it cries because you see all the, the oils coming out. And this perfume, it's incredible. They're called bread lemons because you can actually bite them and eat them like an apple. They're much sweeter than oh. a regular lemon. Wow, I didn't know, know that. So so you peel all of these, you get like how many, whatever. How, mu how much does it take to make like... Well, like for a bottle. 10 lemons per bottle. And and that get, when you you peel them, and then you like um you put you, them in the alcohol. Yes, or? you infuse them, yeah. and then after that, the infusion is ready after a certain number of hours, which is a well kept secret. If I tell you, I would have to kill you. I'm I, well, I'll so, stay around for a little bit, maybe but someone could be in the crowd. Could yeah, not object to She'll that. tell <laughs> you who who has a death wish. If anybody wants to know, she'll tell you the answer. But that'll be it. <laughs> so uh, and then. <clears throat> Sorry, the lemon infusion is, is blended with the sugar syrup, with the al alcohol, and the rest of the ingredient, and then the limoncello. Can I ask what type of sugar you use? Is uh, it we, just a regular sugar? Or regular sugar. Yeah. In Europe, and it's, we don't use any um, liquid sugar. How do you call it? Corn, corn syrup. syrup. No, like we work with sucrose, the one you, you regularly use at home. Uh, it's more complicated because then you have to um, prepare the syrup with warm water. Right, you got to get in that the suspension sort of state, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. make it melt. And and you start with a with a syrup that is uh, um, fifty percent sugar, then okay. it blends down to twenty six, which is the con sugar content of limoncello. Wow, that's great. I, so you know what? Let's let's actually go through. Can I get can I get some of, of the the tastings up here so we can have two? Because I want to go through because we're I'm tasting this. This is great, but I I was like the source material. Get another one for. Uh, oh well, here. No, I just here. One, two. These are for you, and I'll they'll get me another set. Hey, Johnny. Because I want to go through. Well, you don't have any. I just, he's going to get me some. Don't worry about it. Oh. They, they're doing it right now. There, there's like there's like elves and stuff happening behind that they can't see. And one's called John and the other's Elizabeth. So we're all set. Um, yes. One's called John and the other's Elizabeth. So he's asking, what do you do with the lemon peels after uh, the lemons, the, the, the meat, right? Is that what you're asking about the meat? And the pith, because this pith is still going to be sort of on it, or you don't really have it. Full lemon, because what you do, you have a machine. There are machines, or you do them by hand, which sometimes we have to do. So you only peel the lemon. So you have the full lemon. You don't separate the pith. Right. So we have the full lemon. So unfortunately, so what we do, we generally sell them to restaurants, bars that use it for their granita, or this is not always the case. It's not always the possibility. Then we sell them for... Uh, uh, lemon juice concentrated lemon juice and or we there is a company that collects them and they burn them to produce energy so we, really we, so nothing goes to waste nothing goes to waste so we don't work with the green energy we have yellow energy <laughs> oh touche <laughs> only the only only the the president uh, of of Polini limoncello would say that right you cannot have a whiskey producer say that yeah, we can't. We well, you know what they do say about about happy cows. No, Scotland has happy cows because they get all the mash, the the spent grain, and and England has bad cows because they don't get it. <laughs> See, so everybody, trust me, everybody's got their own side of humor in this business. If you haven't learned that, 
And most of it's because this, we drink too much. I that's think. right. Well, the other part about this is I, I tell the kids, it's like it's all dad, dad joke. You know what a dad joke is? Humor? No. It's a it's a it's a joke your dad would say. Oh, okay. And it's usually a corny, it's usually corny or it's usually puntastic um um thing that a dad would say. And so in our business, everything is really a dad joke. So <laughs> what are you laughing at? It's true. She just said yellow energy. I mean, come on. My father would have said something like that. <laughs> I tell my kids jokes just like that. So now I want to try the, the so here is the lemoncello. Okay. This is the world famous Polini lemoncello. Yes. We are actually number one in the world, you know, by volumes. Really? Yeah. All right. So uh, so what um, would we say if we so, if we were making a, a toast? What would we say? Chin chin? Saluto chin chin. Chin chin. Chin chin. So what would we say if we if we were making a, a toast? What would we say? And that's you know it's so nice because it, it it's it it has a sweetness to it, but there's enough of there's enough um, acidity and tartness that it's not um, cloying sugar. Yeah, this is what we were trying to achieve when I was telling right. you that we wanted to balance off the sweetness, the alcohol. Mm -hmm. The main characteristic of limoncello is the bite that you feel at the, the side of the of the tongue. Can you feel it? That is from the lemons. So that is the characteristic that <laughs> somebody just went. Let me try that again. I didn't quite get the bite. Let me try. They'll be drunk by the end of this. No, they won't. They're good. So also, I think. No, I think I know. Pellini has a long taste, so it kind of re remains in your mouth and it mm. freshens up your mouth for quite a long time. And beware, this is room temperature. Generally, you serve it cold because cold, you know, you balance off all the defects. So if it's too sweet, too alcoholic. So the fact that you find it nice to even if it's at room temperature means that the product is actually well balanced. And you don't say that on there, serve chilled. No, no, we do serve, say it. I you say serve chilled on Yes, it? but not in the freezer because the freezer really kills the perfumes. Serve chilled from the refrigerator on the rocks. Yeah. But that's a good way of enjoying it. But you, but when you try something, you should, uh, I, I, this is, this is sort of a whiskey person sort of uh, take on this is you do try at room temperature because you can't hide things at room temperature. Exactly. You can't hide. But generally, so, when you, they serve you limoncello after dinner in a restaurant, it's always chilled. So right, exactly. You don't realize. One other thing is the you see the color of the fact that the, the it's dense, it's not transparent. Mm -hmm. This is another characteristic of, of the liqueur. Sometimes the the ones that are not well made made they separate, so you have them like watery on top, and uh, it's because the lemon oils tend to come up. So if you have to shake, it's not good. No, no. You want it all in suspension. Exactly. So limoncello, as I always say, it's a pretty simple product to do. You can do your own. But as always, when it's a simple thing, it's very, it's also very easy to make it bad. Right. So first of all, you have to start with the right ingredients. You have to have the right recipe. Mm -hmm. And then you have to watch it very carefully. I mean, if whoever cooks in this room knows it very well. In the Italian cuisine, now I always say tomato sauce is apparently the easiest thing to do. But then it's still very difficult to have a really good tomato sauce and do it always the right way. That's right. That's right. And and, and how much of how much do you say that the distinctive flavor of the Polini is based on the types of, of lemon you use? It has a lot. I a would lot. say a lot. The because a lot of people product. will say, like, oh, you just take lemons. And that's like, it's like no, which, no, no. you know, it's almost like which lemon would you use? It's not just the lemon. It's the day you infuse them. Is the 
quality of the alcohol, but really the infusion, the lemon is this, there's no lemon juice in it. It's just, you know, lemon infusion. And right. So uh, it's important, the quality and the fact that they are powerful. Now, what do you use? What are you using for the, the, the base alcohol? Is it sugar, meat, beet molasses? Okay. And so you're fermenting and distilling that? No, no, we buy, we're, we're not a distillery. Oh, you're not distilling, you're rectifying. You rectify it. Okay. So. But what do you, what is, what is the, ba- the base is, is neutral grain, like a neutral grain spirit? Sugar beet. Sugar beet. It, yes. Sugar beet molasses. So our product is gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good to know. And it's also kosher certified. It's in the back label. And it's also vegan certified. Oh, that's good. Okay, cool. So it, that's all in the back too, by the way. So if anybody's looking for something like that, um, you can drink you plenty to the heart's your heart's content you're okay all right well not that much I, don't, don't give me that nod over there okay all right so this is the this is the this is like the famous this is what everybody drinks in italy and of course that wasn't enough for you you had to come up with some other stuff Absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> this is, you can't stand still you have to try some other things so we you have come up with two different flavors now you said that the, I think we're going to do the, the peach one first. Correct? Yeah, the white yeah, peach. Yeah, the white peach. Okay. So um, white peaches were always a favorite of my father. Okay. He really always eats just white peaches and he likes drinking Bellini. So when we were looking for some favorite extension, we were thinking of doing the base for Bellini. Bellini is the famous cocktail that was, you know starts in Venice by Cipriani. And it's made with actually white peaches that they blend into it. But if you don't have white peaches at hand, you can use Bellini Picello. So well, that's, this, this, the nose procedure. on this is just... This is a different procedure. First, so how are you doing this one? You put the peaches in alcohol, but then you distill. With the, okay. the infusion. No, you take out the peaches, but still the, the infusion. So okay. the intensity is different. And we also have peach juice in it. Okay. Now, does that go, that goes in obviously afterwards, then you're mixing it after you take the distillation, then you're mixing peach And you're blending the, li- right. the liquid. We also, and you can, the sweetness, you can actually taste that there is juice in it. I mean, mm. right. you know, in a way it reminds me, and you're going to hate me for saying this, but you know, the, you know, the peach candies that have the sugar on the, on the outside. When you, those are my favorite though, by the way. And when you bite them, it has that. And it also has that same effect. Did you notice that you salivate? After you, after you drink this, your mouth actually salivates. Yeah. It's, it's the peach. I think that's the, obviously that does that. But I love the, I love the nose on this. It just, it's, it smells like summertime. I don't know. For me, it does. It's not outside. It's, it's nice. Yeah, of course. But now you would just take this. This is very good in ice cream, for instance, on, you know, on uh, cream ice cream. You said a couple of people that just like actually moaned when you said that. <laughs> So I guess uh, uh, Stop and Chop Next Door is going to have a run on ice cream after we're done here tonight. So, but yeah, but it it, it really tastes, it does taste fresh. Yep. There's a freshness to it. It is almost like, you know, a sugared, budding into a like fresh sugared peach. But you can feel that it has this lighter version yeah. of the peach because the white peaches are much more delicate more delicate like now so you so to make a bellini with this you would just put a little of this at on the bottom of the glass and then pour the prosecco on Absolutely. top that's very easy and it's actually a nice way you know to start a brunch or whatever i'm really really lazy <laughs> so anything that i can make in like less than a minute is awesome to me so if i have to just take a little bit of this put it at the bottom of the glass and pour prosecco on top of it and i'm done yeah that, that i'm i'm you in have heaven to mix it though 
No, if I put it on the bottom, I'll pour it in. I'll pour it in high, and it'll mix itself on the way up. You can also do see how lazy I am. Well, you know, a real lazy person is is they figure out a way to to take out steps and still have the same outcome. See, that's it's an art. It's just not everybody can do that. What do you guys think of this one? Has anybody had the had the peach before? White peach? No. So this is a new something new for you guys to try. Then, right? All right. Look at how many people you've you've touched tonight. We have a great crowd. You do. I. I. That. It's amazing. All right. So, the next. The next one. You said okay. Well, I made a drink for Dad because he liked. And the next one was actually. Uh, have you ever been to France to see the castles? Well, I made a drink yeah. for Dad. One castle is Chambord, right? Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> What's that? Field trip. Okay. Now we have to go to France too. We got to go to Italy and Malfi and okay. So what happens is that uh, there was this trend with Chambord, which I kind of liked the flavor, but I wasn't convinced it was too dense for me. So I thought of doing my own kick. All right. And so this is how Raspicello starts. It's so it I'm going to start. I'm going to stop you. There. That is so Italian. The French do something. Italians like I could do so much better. Here, hold my limoncello while I make a raspberry <laughs> liqueur. But uh, it's not just raspberries. It's, okay. it's more berries. So there is right. blackberry, blueberry, black currants, and and then there is another one of which I don't remember the name in English. Okay. That is used. The juice is used for coloring. Okay. Black and you said black currant. No, it's another one. I just chokeberry. Brava. Chokeberry. Okay. A round of applause. Is she is she okay, yeah. Elizabeth? Very good, Elizabeth. Chokeberry. Thank you. Thank you. That's all the we're Italian. That's the only praise you're going to get. <laughs> so if you taste it, this imagine this with chocolate. That's the only praise you're going to get. Well, if you told me it wouldn't got chocolate, I wouldn't have. They wouldn't have to imagine. Elizabeth, you're now in the doghouse again. You didn't get us chocolate. No, but I, the 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 nose on this is just is so incredible and the sugar is the same in both three liqueurs really but this one here the last one has a thickness a different thickness because yeah, of the viscosity juice. yeah the juices and the really so they uh, the same amount of sugar in all three of these now i wouldn't have guessed that i mean i because i it's discernible the the difference in flavor profiles on each one of these that's pretty cool i think that's i just this neat of how the rest of the flavors influence how you're perceiving sugar. You know, liqueur production is not often, people don't look at it with the same amount of interest of sometimes like whiskey or other right. distillates, but it's actually difficult to do. And it has a lot of tradition because we've been producing liqueurs a lot for a long, long time. I mean, uh, it's so. difficult to do well. And that's the, that's the, thing because there are plenty of people that have actually that. And I think that's part of the problem with, with liqueurs is that there is a hierarchy and you don't know it until you've had it because a lot of stuff, especially here in the U S a lot of stuff that's produced like mass produced is not of great quality because a lot of stuff is sorry. The stuff that's here, like that we produce, it's a lot of flavorings and colorings and, no, this and it's all, and, but no, but right. So what I'm saying is like, it, it's, it, it is difficult when you do it well, it's the other stuff that we're so a lot of times used to having, is really not great stuff. And when you taste it and things like this, it the, the difference is, is, is noticeable right away. 
Thanks. So thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for, for bringing that. Up. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really great. I, what did you guys think of the? Of, you, why did you call it? Then you should have called it berry. I know. Because, why did you call it raspberry then? Because the main component. Is all right. All right. Well, all of these, for instance, you can use. You can pour also in um, iced tea and sweet and iced tea and get you know like a <laughs> get drunk in the middle of the afternoon because. <laughs> I got, what are you having? Uh, it's uh, raspberry uh, iced tea. <laughs> Why are you walking funny? I got, I got, I put some of the Bellini, the Bellini in it. And now I'm done for the day. Well, I mean, it's for Sundays after. Like, oh, for Sunday. Okay. Yeah, well, there you go. Exercise after you've done golf or whatever. Right. You can have it or next to the pool. When yeah. you don't want to listen to your kids anymore. <laughs> Drink enough of these and the kids go away. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> She was like, have the kids tried the 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 raspberry one until they're past. I'm not, please, no, I'm not saying this. Don't say that. Anyway, if you want to fe- hear a funny story. Of course. No, we don't. They don't want to hear a funny story. So we are also working on a non-alcoholic product. That is a limoncello. We will okay. bring it to the U.S. So when I developed it. What's the name of it? Limon Zero. Limon Zero? Yeah. Okay. Zero means zero, of course. Zero, yeah. And limon it means lemon. So uh, I didn't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I had it, I had it brought it at home. And uh, my son, my youngest son, who's terrible, uh, when he's not now a mother-in-law, which is important detail being mother-in-law, not my mother. Uh, so he said, no, no, look, he poured himself a big glass and drank it. So she almost fainted. <laughs> <laughs> And then she's not kidding. That's not alcohol. I'm not questioning the way you're growing your children, but really, I don't think this is very appropriate. No, 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 that's that's right. It would have been worse if you called it night night juice. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy gives me night night juice. No, he doesn't. (laughs) Stop it. Um, We didn't say anything about the family history, though. Well, tell me. Did we say something about the family history? No. No. I said that would bore them with 150 years, year by year. We should know a little bit of the background of of, of the Polini dynasty. See? Yeah. Well, yeah there you go. That sounds it's like the Medici's, the, the Polini's. <laughs> so now, Polini is the only liqueur producer. We're based in Rome, first of all. We are the only remaining liqueur producer in Rome. Um, my father told me that in the 20s, between the two world wars, there were like 15 different producers. Okay. And we now remain the only one. At the beginning, we were near the Pantheon. So my father remembers that I, when he, my father was born in 38. So right after the war, he had uh, 10, 13 years. He remembered he would sit on a carriage, you know, with horses and yep. they would deliver the cases to the customers. That's great. We were, I mean, we were a very small company and really regional until I would say the 60s when we started exporting Romana Sambuca to the U.S. That kind of changed the whole game. And we've been growing ever since. So we're very, I think we've gone a long way. And I must thank the generations before me who passed me a very healthy business to manage. Yeah, but you know, that puts puts a a lot of, of weight on your shoulders. Because don't tell it, me so. Yeah, well, I'm telling you because you know because I'm Italian and I'm going to tell you that puts a lot of weight in your shoulder because now you have to make it better. Yes, it's not enough to carry it on. I'm you have to improve. Have to go to 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 retire. Yeah, right. Anyway, so but it's but but it is it's one of those type of things. Is like you want like you have what do you do next? What do you do 
you know, how do you make it stronger? Because you obviously, as part of a family tradition, you want to make that better for your for the next generation to be able to build on that because you want it to you want obviously it, you want it to keep keep going and keep the Polini name out there but keep the quality and the standards and all that type of stuff. And that's hard to do in this day and age. It's, it's been tough. This I must say for this has been a tough year because of all the challenges we've yeah. been having between finding the bottles, finding the showing. I'm sure everybody has noticed how life has increased. Right. So, I mean, that, yeah. that's a huge challenge right yeah, there. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's been tough, but I think it's, it's also gives a lot of opportunities. We have started new, five new markets this year. Wow. We survived the huge COVID crisis, which right. I think it's a great achievement. And uh, so we keep going. We have new ideas. We're working on new products. And it's fun. It's, fun. it's a lot of fun. We work with a lot of bartenders. In Italy, we also do imp distribution and other things. So it's a very, it's a, we're a small company, but within the small company, we do a lot of things. You have to, though. Yeah. I mean, with anything, you, you. You know, you you have to if you're especially as a you know you're still at a core as a failing company. You have to wear many hats and you have to be able to do many things because, again, when we talk about that here, even at the stores, is in a lot of ways, and you feel the same way, I'm sure, is that I'm responsible for all these people, and we got to make sure that everybody has a livelihood and a place to go and a place to work and 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 also be part of that family and move it forward. So it's not easy, and I think COVID really. Put everybody to the test and you come out of side on the other side a little stronger. Well, I must say that in the past, we used to have, you know, generations that would work for us. Now things have changed. And what I've noticed also with COVID, people are kind of restless. You know, they want to they want to be tied to the same place. Uh, so that's been a challenge. You have somebody yep. you want to keep and you want to have with you. It's a spinach, but it's it's fun. I mean, working for a small company allows you to maybe think think. It actually, it's true that you, what you how you work makes a difference. You know, absolutely, absolutely. And I want to, I really want to thank you for coming here tonight. Um, all these great people that were were able to come out and see you tonight. And uh, I know you didn't expect to be sitting here being no. on with headphones on and, and a bunch of people in front of you and. You know, this is going to be a podcast. There'll be three people that will, will actually listen to this podcast, but it's awesome that it's actually out there. Um, and so I want to thank you very much. By the way, the the It's the Liquor Talking, um, the, this will be on wherever you get your podcast. Cousin, I got a cousin, Vinny. Uh, we'll get these up there probably in a day, day or so, and he'll get those up, up on there. And wherever you get your podcast, you will actually be able to find this broadcast. And if not, you can go to Julio's Liquor's Facebook page, and we're on Facebook Live right now, and you can go to Julio's Liquor's Facebook page, and if you want to watch it, you can even do that. Thank God so. my sons are asleep because of time difference. <laughs> no, because for Un me. Unbe unbeknownst to Michael, we actually called them. They're listening right now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> surprise. No, but I want to thank you so much for coming on and and and. and going through this because I think there's a lot of stuff that people didn't know about playing limoncello that maybe they now know. And I think a lot of people, you tried the raspberry. Did you like that one too? Yeah. So I think mean, you had some people that tried some of your other products, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to live in the shadow of this big bottle, you know, the other products need time in the sun and got to try it. So I want to thank you so much for coming by and doing this with us tonight. Ryan, I want to thank you for setting this up. I want to thank everybody. I'm really happy. And it's, it's an honor for me to have all these people listening to what I do for a living. Really, it's oh, undeserved. Good. So thank you very, very much. And thank you for all coming.
Ah, and I can give you another suggestion. Okay, the, one suggestion. One, one, well, why one wouldn't I take another suggestion? If you want to bring home a bottle of lim of Pellini, you don't know what to do. You could try limoncello in your tiramisu. There you go. Oh my God, these people are like just keep feeding them stuff. They're like, <laughs> now I got to make tiramisu. Now I got to get so, ice cream. Now I got to get. How do you do it? You do the regular cream for the tiramisu. So you take mascarpone, eggs, yep. and sugar. Okay, so that's. Then you, the lady fingers, the biscuit, instead of dipping them in the coffee and liqueur, you do a, a mixture of palini limoncello, water, and some sugar. You dip them and then you cover them with the cream. There you go. Have a nice weekend. Oh, see, now she left you wanting more. That's the way I go. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. I'm going to actually let these people on Facebook Live go and then I'll take some questions from the audience and we'll, 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 we'll uh, wrap it up.